Welcome, welcome, welcome. You may notice that we are not Rod Stewart. We are definitely not Rod or Stewart. We are Harley and Josh for the show. This week we're going to be playing some music by Spider-Vane, War Waves and Angel. And we're going to be talking a little bit about Ditto Music's coffee houses as well as what's the point of a music genre, Harley? Ooh. Don't answer now, we'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. More importantly... What have you been doing, buddy? Mate, I have been... It's been possibly the busiest week yeah, of I my life. <laughs> you were telling me about it over the weekend. I was like, what? Don't leave it for the podcast, man. Don't talk about it now. Um, so I think I worked out over this week. I think I've worked roughly 60, between 60 and 70 hours. <sighs> over um, how many days? Six, over seven days. Oh, right. Okay. Go on. So actually, that's including when, work project. when I say that, it's possibly more, because I don't think I've done less than 10 hours a day. Right, yeah. Uh, I know on Friday I worked 19 hours. Ooh, yeah, you tell me about that. That 19 that hours driving? in one day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, eight hours of that was driving. Uh, and it was not driving far. <laughs> so <laughs> I, we had to go to Peterborough for a conference and we got stuck in traffic on the way there. Oh, buddy. So, so it wasn't really driving. It was more just sort of using your pedals. Yeah. <laughs> it was sitting in traffic and talking about stuff. Stuff that we'd been seeing and doing. That's kind of like the most interesting part of the drive, or the best part of any drive, is just especially like when we were doing that riding with 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 Rainer. It's that's what where he got the the idea from uh, was just us talking about music. Yeah, on the way to something, fleshing stuff out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was with Oliver Bakeman from Oddball and Shifty Twins, good guitarist. And yeah, uh, we. It was kind of cool because we work together a lot. We don't get to hang out a lot. Same much. as what you talked about last week. You know, yeah, this is it. I don't, as just anyone who, who works works uh, freelance, really, mm-hmm. when you're doing work, you kind of sacrifice a bit of social time and, mm. you know. Um, but why were you going to Peterborough? Uh, we so, yeah, we had a conference. Uh, we were right. doing... Uh, What's the point? What was the conference? It was a house auction, actually, oh. uh, at The Posh. You were at Peterborough auctioning uh, house MD... To lots of different people, uh, the the character who's not a real person, just talking like, yeah, I don't think he's got multiple sclerosis. And they're like, I'll take it for forty grand. <laughs> Actually, no, we were uh, we were selling house music. Hugh Laurie, there we go. How so- <laughs> auctioning Hugh Laurie? Nice, there yeah. we go. Yeah, bit of, bit, of, bit of bit of Harley dance music. I'll be like, can I get a tent? Oh wait, they go up in an auction. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> you're the worst. It's why you do the sound and you don't do the actual yeah. comparing. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that was that was my Friday. I'd, I'd been very busy uh, a lot. I've been working a lot at Worcester Park. I did a I did another house auction at Worcester Park actually. Um, but we've also been prepping for all their Christmas shows and stuff. So I've been taking getting stupidly early starts to go. Make sure that all the tables are set for the show uh, for the parties that evening. Cause I've been doing three parties a night. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's been been a busy one. It's like conveyor belt parties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what you want yeah. for Christmas, isn't it? That's it. And um, I mean, when you work with places like that, their their tolerance of what is good enough is is very high. Mm. You know, I couldn't do that job because I'd just be like, Yeah, I'll do. Yeah, you sure. know, I got told off because <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> only in a fun way. They're quite they're quite chill, but they were like, "Harley, put the put the legs in the right way," because they had to be the legs had to be square to the room, and if they were wonky, 
it wasn't good enough. I'm Monkey like, legs. You got, you got a cloth on it. You can't see it. And they're like, we'll know. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think basically the um, good old trestle tables. Yeah, uh, to be a to be a, like an event manager or you know a, a venue manager, you have to be just a high functioning OCD. <laughs> person yeah, just exactly. uh, control freak yeah. yeah you know and that's like that's not like the official term for control freak isn't it event yeah, yeah yeah that's exactly what it is um yeah so doing that um i <laughs> i uh i get i went to put that they have little uh things on the top i just don't go, you know i'm not good with words <laughs> I'm not words. I shouldn't really be doing a radio show. <laughs> like, um, their little each table had a name on it, right? And um, but it was uh, Austin Powers theme, right? And every single table has a like has a quote from it. Brilliant. And one of them just said "Twins Basil." Twins. Basil. And I was like, "Are you squidding me?" Like, it's, it's just it's, there was like there was just oh, like stupid like things on there and some of them just weren't very PC <laughs> I'm like all, yeah, yeah. do people do this it's people like, are fine with this and they're like yeah they get to pick I'm like alright yeah, it's like are you come some kind of bleep no no actually I'm English <laughs> <laughs> one would just said the Dutch <laughs> great I hope there were actually Dutch people on that table I, I very, yeah, just... actually no that would be very segregationist wouldn't it <laughs> like, we put all the Dutch in one place I don't get the joke why are there schmuck and pancakes on her table <laughs> Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, this my... is the smoking area was the Dutch part. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, so, so was that your whole weekend you were spent um, doing uh, audiovisual stuff? Uh, doing audiovisual stuff. Obviously had Rock Project doing lessons there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did do a day at the shop as well. Um, I did something uh, else. West I End Music? Yes, I did. Um... We're West End Music. Caught in a trap. Uh, <laughs> we are um... looking back. Working on, yeah, doing those stuff. Um, also, music. we were prepping for the... Uh, the end of year show uh, for the encore group, the adult rock project yeah, uh, that we that we were both at on on Sunday. Sunday. Um, I'll get to that. I just want to talk about the gigs that I did this week as well. I did three mm. gigs with Chart Attack, um, two with Oscar, one with Andy. Uh, they were at Whiff Waff Bar and Grill. The first I've been been there. I don't know if you've been there yeah. since it's reopened, but no, it's really not. cool. Lovely atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, they've really brought it to life by making it more of a sort of a sports bar thing, That's table tennis. Thing. I was thinking about that when I was driving past it because I drive past it on the way here. And it's the, the thing of like it, around that area, there's so many restaurants there and mm. there's just so much nightlife that you do have to diversify to make sure that people come in the door. And yeah. I hope that that's going to be the thing that makes people come in more because that place has struggled in the past of yeah. getting a good footfall in. So I think having that extra niche involved just of having you know, ping pong going on and, and yeah. lots of games and things, I think will uh, yeah help it just stand out against the other ones. There are a lot of people eating there as well. Um, I think they had a full full uh, full load of tables well as done. well. Um, and the people stuck around and I think obviously you got Christmas parties and stuff, but that, that they've done some real good work on that. Um, it was quite weird because Elliot, uh, works, our singer, there, yeah. works there, yeah. so uh, he kind of had his bartender face on for a little bit, you know, he... Um, Every now and then, between our sets, glasses. well, between sets and like it was the ta- the bar was full and sort of he was looking over and go, you know, do you need a hand? And they're like, no, do your <sighs> do have your a job. night off, damn it, because yeah. uh, he he does work hard for those guys and he's yeah. he's, he's really helped help help get them to where they are now. Nice uh, by training up some of the new members on the uh, on the cocktails and stuff. Mm. Uh, Saturday was at the Victory, which is owned by the same people who own Whiff Waff and Grand oh, really? Central. Where um, is the victory then? It is West Mersey, Mersey Island. You did tell me about um, this, yeah. 
It was really quite interesting because we were with Andy because Oscar was busy playing with uh, Too Drunk to Funk. Oh, great. James uh, Boucher. It turns out it, uh, Boucher doesn't actually play with him anymore. Oh, really? Because no, he's with he, Popgun. Yeah, he's now playing with Popgun, so he um, he's not playing with uh, Too Which Drunk to Funk. I feel a bit bad because I did recommend him for the job. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's. I think he's going to be. He's, he's got plenty of work on with Popgun, and I think yeah, exactly. he's very happy. Well, I feel a bit bad for, for Too Drunk to Funk. Well, yeah. Yeah, they, they seem to do all right. They actually had a kind of a bandyoki night. Nice. Where they had people coming up and singing songs great with idea. Too Drunk, which is a great way to go. We did that with the Lockerbillies, and it's yeah. so much fun. We did yeah. Lockerbilly Oki. You should guys do that with Chart Attack sometimes. We should, we should. Uh, but Elliot might, be... might just, you know, be, have to just sit there. Oh, he's, I think he'll, he'll be all right with that. Yeah. yeah he'll... I'm still getting paid, right? Yeah, he'll be all right. Um, so he... Yeah. What's, the, what's the victory like? Victory is great. It's like a nice like locals pub. Uh-huh. Um, and the... Yeah... It, We've played outside before. We played inside, and we were like, "It's not going to be." We weren't. We were like there were like three people in there when we turned up. This we is were, the one you told, you told me about when you turned up. And they're like, "By your way, you're outside." You're like, "We're what now?" Yes, that <laughs> yeah, was it. In yeah, the middle of uh, yeah, in the middle of summer, and we were like, uh, "Is it going to uh, rain?" Yay! And it was like lovely weather. Lovely luckily weather enough, um, yeah. So we were inside this time. Thank God for that because it's cold outside now, isn't it, boy? Mm, it is indeed. Um, and yeah. But as soon like we said, we we're going to start about half seven and about 25 past seven, people just turned up. So, and I guess that's what you find with like a local pub that does music is that they kind of, that's the place to go when the music yeah. starts. And it was great. But I was saying about- Kind of like the Bay Horse in Sunbury. It's just sort of yeah. like, there's always just people there. They know there's music on, so that's where you go. Yeah. Uh, as I was saying before about Oscar, like the reason why we had Andy is because Oscar was do- busy doing a gig and he phoned me up uh, Saturday morning was like- so this gig that I'm doing, yeah, it's in Mersey Island. Can you give me a lift? <laughs> so, <laughs> I ended up taking him the to a gig. The goal yeah. of this man. And it was literally like, I, I, we passed the pub on the way to the... Uh, That's well funny. Which is mad. It is mad. How, like, how close was it? Like, it was the next pub along. Oh, my God. I mean, there was a... Competition. Much. It was a couple of miles up the road. Um, but the uh, Two Drunks gig was a ticketed event. Ah. Um, Whereas ours was was a was just an entertainment night, so, so it's good to have a bit didn't of have the same same audiences. Healthy competition. Well, yeah, exactly, and uh, so yeah, that was a good day. And then we finished off our hat trick of performances with um, the Shamrock last night, which went really oh, well. Yeah, you told me about that. It was that. great it was fun. fun. Yeah, I don't know if you played there, but I was really happy yeah. with the sound of it. We it, played over together. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure if you played the Locker release, but yeah. yeah, like I just really like the sound in that place. It's really nice, really controlled. Um, and yeah, we just all very right. very comfortable playing. It's kind of difficult to know where to set the speakers up because oh, you're yeah. at an angle the whole time, so you don't know if you're and going it, to get phase issues. Yeah, it's like a quarter circle because yeah. you've got like a curve bit, so it's really hard to kind of fit things in. Mm. Uh, and we kind of had that in mind, and we finished setting it up, and we're like, we've got more space than we usually do because we were intentionally being really compact, so we didn't have those problems. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun gig. It was a good one. Uh, we'd, we've got our Christmas it's, songs it's uh, so fired up as well. It's so funny walking past outside the yeah. Shamrock gigs when, when there's a gig. Because you can't see if there's anybody inside because it just steams up. Yes. It's all windows. <laughs> oh yeah, it gets well steamy, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was Ooh. a very hot gig um, for this time of year, certainly. With us, it was like, you know, hotty and the hopefuls. Oh. oh. <laughs> so, so uh, did we... Uh... <laughs> Ruined it. <laughs> oh, I, I am too tired for this. Yeah. I'm still getting over last right, week. Danny Glover over here. Uh, yeah, so um, 
uh, that was pretty much my week. Well, I did uh, I did do something else on Sunday, but we'll talk about that with you because yeah. I want to talk about how how hungover you were. On well, we, yeah, you've been. <laughs> oh, great, wasn't it? Um, yeah. What was uh, another thing that you were doing last week was that because a lot of the students are coming up for uh, performance um, for next week, they're going to be doing it in front of their parents yeah. uh, for the first time in months and months and months, or some of them for the first time ever. Yeah. Um, so their parents won't have seen them on stage before, so it's quite special. Yeah. And also, um, you know, we had the performance workshops for the adult sessions. Yeah. So you've been Mr. Mister Live Performance Guru, haven't you? I I would like, yeah, to hope that that's exactly what I was being. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's one of those things, like, you get to the point, you're so comfortable with being a performer um, that it's hard to show someone else how you're, do, like, how to do it. Uh, because it's you've trained you've gone from the point where it's a conscious effort to the point where it's unconscious where you go I don't I forget how I'm doing this performance thing I'm just doing it yeah you know it's like t- teaching someone how breathing. to breathe yeah, yeah. yeah definitely but um, yeah so I think we've we've kind of pulled had to pull the stops out yeah with with, with that because you've mean, been really like cutthroat and if nothing something's not good enough yeah. you've been going. That needs work, yeah. And uh, I think that's we need that. Uh, I'm a little bit, uh, yeah. I'm I'm fo- I'm conscious of the fact of that. Um, I don't often say, you know, <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> I mean, I do. I like because I mean, you've got Dave is very good for 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 picking out certain people and and being mm. you know and sort of helping to to buff people up. But um, me, I'm kind of much more of just like no, that needs work. I'm 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 not very good at. I, I'm quite good at a compliment sandwich. Yeah, but not all the time. So a lot of the time, I'm just like, no, that was awful. Do it again. But also, when uh, I guess being that character, I feel from from watching you do that is when you do go, that was really good. It sinks in better. Hopefully, yeah. Being the guy that goes, yeah, everything's really good all the time, always. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of loses that effect. But being the guy yeah. that I want this to be the best. This needs to be the best. By the way, that was really good. Mm. Then it it means that that's got to the point where it's got to the top where it's... it's The it, mean man was nice to me. Yay! Exactly. Well, yeah. dude, well done, mate. That concludes our new section. What Harley did? Did Harley do stuff? Yes, Harley did. Let's find out. Nice one, mate. Um, so I, I <laughs> what was that? It was it was a nice one, mate. Mm. Um, okay. So okay. yeah, when you've when you've worked over you know two thousand hours in a week, I think you deserve a little nice one. Oh, friends. Um, mm. So uh, I saw a wonderful band last weekend, and I wanted oh, I want to show you them, don't I? Um, Spider Vane. They're from Harwich, I believe. Tom Williams from Hot Tramp introduced me to them. We went down there to the Black Horse for the um, Dead Soul Promotions Winterfest. Full day of, or full evening of just awesome metal bands from around the sort of local area. I'll tell you about it, but uh, up until I tell you about it, this is Living in the Past by Spider-Man. Check it out. That was a cool ending. I like that. So cool, wasn't that it? That's great sound. Yeah, huge sound. They got recorded that with Tom Donovan, I believe, which is the same oh, yeah. guys that, that, um, that Hot Tramp recorded with. And uh, yeah, they're just, uh, they're, uh, they're so good. They've only got one track on iTunes, which is that one. Uh, so check that one out. I compare them to uh, Lamb Summer's of... Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sonnet. Um, no, Lamb of Iron Pantelica is what I called them. Yeah. You got Groove. His voice sounds like Jonathan Davies from Corn. I really yeah. like that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly the right thing. 
playing for what I wanted on that that metal night. There were some really uh, other bands playing, really great ones. There was uh, so that that was Consecration were not after them. It was the band after that, and they were kind of like like black metal doom sort of thing so mm-hmm. real kind of groovy sabbath style you know into the void kind of thing but mixed in with just guttural norwegian black metal vocals yeah and they were wearing like you know they look like they're part of a funeral service so they're very smartly dressed and it's just, yeah it's terrifying um as well as bride for the ferryman we've played them on yes. here before the uh the bass player did plastering at my house <laughs> Not Murray's house, should I say? Yeah. So yeah, that was really cool. But yeah, so they're kind of like metalcore, um, bit of sort of kill switch engaged, but without the singing. Which yeah. I thought quite like. Um, but yeah, so that was a really good night. That was my Saturday night. I was hanging out with Tom Williams, uh, watching those guys because Tom was like, nobody really wants to come and watch metal gigs with me. I was like, you call on me, buddy. Um, I'm your mate. Yeah, exactly. And then after that, I went to see Albion Mills. Yes, you through eyes monkeys, and they were absolutely awesome. It was just really cool because they, uh, it was yeah, an absolutely packed crowd. It was the first band they've had at through eyes monkeys in Ipswich. Yeah, is it was it the first time you've first. been to through eyes monkeys? No, 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 I've oh, been a couple been, of times yeah. now. But um, it's just the fact of seeing what it's like as a, a live music venue was quite good because they'd cleared out a lot of the tables and chairs and stuff, so they'd made a lot more space than I thought there would be. Awesome. I've got a show coming up there with Hot Tramp and Baby Brother. Uh, Josh Sandifa from Animal Noise. Uh, uh, we're playing there on the 22nd of December. So after seeing that, it's, gonna, it's looking like it's going to be a really nice evening. Um, but yeah, they played a really great blinding set of loads of like Pink Floyd stuff that you wouldn't expect. From yeah. They started off their second set with Shine On You Crazy Diamond. Oh, just so good. Um, nice. Yeah, they're doing sort of The Seeker by The Who. You know, some of the stuff that a 60s band wouldn't usually do, like yeah. covers band. So, yeah, they're still my favorite they, covers they, band. They dare to go where no one else dares. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that was wonderful. Um, so, that was my Saturday night. So, let's let's travel in time backwards. Um, Friday night, I was... Um, Absolutely just blown away by Warbabe's final show. Nice, man. Warbabe's, yeah. man. <laughs> was it emotion? It was so emotional. Was it totes emotion? Yeah, it really was. Was um, it totes emotion balls? Um, oh, we'll go that far. Okay, just totes emotion. Calm down. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, because it was Dan Dolman, our good friend from Oddball and the Shifty Twins mm-hmm. and from Hoppy and the Hopefuls. He's just a great drummer and he's been really like throwing himself at Warwaves for a long time because, I mean, he, he was... Uh, he joined after their last drummer left and uh, mm. had quite a difficult, uh, diff- it's a big boots to fill. And he yeah. was saying on stage, he like that the, their old drummer was there and came up and guessed it on the song. Dan oh, awesome. went on acoustic guitar and he just sort of like, t- nice. he took over the mic and he was like, I just want to say to you that, that you know, you're difficult boots to fill, but, you know, thanks for letting me join in, I suppose. So, oh, awesome. yeah, that was cool. Um but yeah, so it was Radio Orwell, so Joe Bailey and Marcus and everybody yep. from there um, was supporting and that was a really, really good set. A song I'd not heard before, I don't think, called Market Town that Marcus actually did the singing for because he's usually the guitarist. Yeah. Um, he plays this Fender Jaguar that's got so many switches and stuff like this. And what I like about it, he, he puts tape over all of them. Oh, <laughs> I like that because obviously he's just found his sound. And it's not like you can memorise that many switches. No, crikey. Jaguars just have so many switches. I love that. But yeah. they can get knocked so easily, can't yeah, they? So yeah. I remember just seeing it for the first time. like, oh, that's a genius idea. Um but yeah, they uh, Warwaves just you know it was their last ever show. They released their EP called Be Well. That's now available on iTunes, and it's it's a really good listen. You, you we listened to it. We had yeah. a pre-release listen, didn't we? We did indeed. Um, and uh, yeah, humble brag. 
Yeah, humble brags. Um, yeah, and uh, they had Steve Mann from Backwater Records, who's been a massive uh, supporter of them, and obviously he's their label manager. So uh, they gave him a shout out, which is very much uh, um, deserved, as he's been a stalwart of the music yeah. scene from in, in East Anglia oh, for a long time. Long time, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just quite emotional just to see them splitting up, but on good terms. You don't often see that, do you? You don't. No. They usually just sort of peters out, and it's just like, eh, the last show if they've fallen out is just really awkward to watch because it's yeah. just loads of people like, I hate this person. This person slept with my wife. You know, <laughs> that person does too many drugs. You know, it's, instead yeah. it was just like a bunch of mates that are just like, I get it. This is this is how it has to end. It's become too painful to go through some of these songs. So let's just go out on a high. And that, I think they really did. That's really cool. I like I like that kind of, that notion of that. Of... Mm. And people really came out. It was sold out. Yes. I turned up. Uh, not realising it was sold out because I just didn't do my research. What an idiot. I did see the post on Facebook of them going, we have 15 tickets left. Mm. We have 10 minute tickets left. Mm. We have five. And I was just like, I was, it was like I was watching some magic happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're just going to see five, four, three, two, one. Uh, so I turn up and they were just like, yeah, sorry, it's sold out. I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Um, oh, no. But luckily, um, uh, one of the band members came out and said, oh, we can sneak you in. It's fine. Um, so that was nice. Uh, and there were so many people there the uh, Pete Callahan, oh yes, uh, from Great White Hopes from back in the day, and and you know gigging all over the place now and doing a lot of session stuff. Uh, it was Kyron, our Kyron Richardson, Todd uh, from Wonderland the Sky, and from Pessimist were there. Um, Jake Bowman from Sleep Well, I believe there. Um, yes, they yeah. uh, they they started it off, and I missed that 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 set. But I heard it was a really great set, and uh, and I was yeah just surrounded by so many great musicians. Matt Folks. From Pop Gun was there. We was hanging out with them, and I played his wedding. Nice. So it was really nice to just run into loads of people that are just you know music fans as well as good musicians. Yeah, uh, and I think that's very important in our local music scene that that those people are, are out and watching these gigs and and tweeting about it and and yeah. you know, putting it and, and putting it out there that that they're having a great time because it just gives loads of people FOMO, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love that. I wish I could have been there. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, it was a it was a, a shame that I couldn't. But um, yeah. You were yeah. gigging. You were working hard. Too hard. <laughs> hard. <laughs> to be fair, if I hadn't have been gigging that hard. night. Hard. <laughs> sorry. Um, That's the serious thing I've Walk hard? No, okay. Um, so uh, uh, we, on Sunday, we met up, Harley and I, um, to, well, support El Adult Studentes from The Rock Project on Mondays. Yes, it was cool. And, you, yeah, you, you were a little bit... Um, I was late because I slept in because the Saturday night after watching Albion Mills I was rather drunk and I walked home <laughs> so I didn't get home until about half two in the morning Ugh. and uh, yeah I woke up about 11 feeling awful and uh, went yeah, exactly. I just jumped That's in the how I shower. Wake up I every completely day. forgot. I thought it started at two. So did one of the students. Actually, they turned up. They thought it started at two. Turned yeah. up at half two. Hmm. Where's your logic, mate? Um, so, uh, but uh, anyway. I uh, was just rushed down there and just, I, I'd i forgot my earplugs like an idiot. Dave yes, Brown saved it. me. Yeah. But I'm standing there right next to the speakers giving people signals and stuff like, ow, 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 my brains. This is rattling my head. I, question. Tell me what I you want, think about me. Okay. So I find if I take my ears out, if I don't, if I'm at a gig and I haven't got my earplugs, it does physically hurt. Oh, yeah. Does everyone get that, or is it just because we're so used to having earplugs in? I think we're just so we, I, we are wise to the fact of how damaging it can be. Yeah, 
and I'm sitting there like I'm watching War Waves and in Smokehouse it's, it's quite a condensed space yeah um, and yeah so the sound can be really quite harmful I think mm. um, if you don't wear earplugs that's why they give earplugs out for free there which is great of them that's to do that's good yeah so um, but yeah nobody else had them I'm just like are you crazy I take them out and I'm like ow 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 but I think maybe we're just we're just so sensitive to it now yeah, yeah. anyway so but Sunday I, I just want to be able to say massive well done to everybody who got up there and performed really and well they took our advice yeah as we were talking about earlier we've been given performance workshops and just saying you know work on this work on that things like moving the guitar neck things like just spreading your legs a little bit um, yeah uh, um, uh, and bending the knees and smiling and just I don't know eye contact interacting with each other on stage they're such important things but they're also very small things that as they add up just makes a great performance mm. I think the best performance um, oh crikey oh, I've got to remember what this was no I've lost what song it was no it was Zombie oh uh, yeah Zombie which Anna was singing and uh, th- she was she was getting really into it <coughs> she um, was taking on board all of the advice that we'd given yeah. her Rob, Rob had given her Dave had given her and um just certain things about walking up to guitarists when there's a big instrumental section where the singer's doing nothing. If you're just standing there just tapping your leg or looking around or, you know, looking down at the floor, mm. you've, you've kind of ruined the whole performance yeah. for everybody, not just yourself. So just getting around, getting to the other musicians like she did and just getting them out of them shells as well, their shells as well. Because when you've got a guitar and a bass or a drum kit, you can't move around as much as a singer can. No. Because you can just put the mic down and walk around. Um, so you do get stuck in your zone. Yeah. So when somebody does just come up to you and just say, you know, how you doing? You know, like you, you get your, your eyes come up, your, your face changes, and that's all that people want sometimes. I was saying this to you in the, in the, uh, uh, in the break between the songs. It was like, uh, when people just aren't uh, moving their face, not smiling or anything yeah. like this, uh, when you're conversating with someone uh, yeah. like you and I do, a lot of the stuff that I read from what you're talking about is from your facial expression and from you know whether you're happy or sad, I can get that yeah. from your face. So yeah, having just a little bit of facial expression when you're playing just helps to convey what you're doing to the audience so much Makes better. Makes you look more human as exactly, well. Exactly, man. It really adds that kind of essence of... I am a person doing a thing and... Yeah, you could do I, this too. Or I'm, I'm doing in. more than what a robot can. Exactly, man. You know, and that, that's, that's the harder part anyway, of that. Anyway, that was a wonderful week. Uh, thank you to everybody that enjoyed it. And uh, just as the last song that Warwaves played, it's the last song on their EP, Be Well, which is now available on iTunes. Um, this song is a regular arms and it's very emotional. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, such an emotional song to go really, out on yeah. and they did a great job for that one so well done you gentlemen so Harley you know what it's time for what is it time for music news music news here we go with music news jingle uh, 
That's our new music news jingle. Which what I'm, was that? I made it in five minutes. I can tell. <laughs> Awful, I'll do it together. No, um, don't, 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 keep it, I love it. <laughs> right, so, uh, anybody heard of Ditto Music? They are a music distributor uh, who are much like sort of TuneCore, uh, etc. <laughs> Mike fell, Mike fell down, that was pretty dramatic. Um, so, yeah. They, wait, wait, so what you're saying is Ditto, they're like any other music distributor? Yeah, they just copy them. <laughs> And then you know, but with weird eyes, yeah, like the Pokemon. Like, cool, <laughs> like a weird piece of gum. Uh, no, they are. Um, yeah, so they basically just decided decided to uh, become a brick and mortar business. So, independent distribution and label service provider Ditto Music is launching a coffee chain called Ditto Coffee. So, Ditto has previously worked with uh, Ed Sheeran, Stormzy, and Chance the Rapper. So, some big name acts. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, but the first Ditto Coffee store is already open. It's in Liverpool. And they are announcing more stores to be opened in 2019. So what this means is they are going to be a coffee shop that um, provides in like physical copies of albums mm. from local musicians and the people on their roster, so independent artists, uh, as a kind of way of, of bringing the, the record store to the, the high street once again in the kind of guise of a coffee shop. That's kind of cool because... Music sales in in their hard form is is a hard business now, mm-hmm. but coffee's easy. Coffee's easy, yeah. and it's kind of going well. Let's not try and stay afloat with the music. Let's stay afloat with the coffee. Yeah, and then the music's a thing we can do yeah, on the exactly. side. But then keeping it local is great. Exactly right. So Ditto Coffee will also host in-store live sessions, uh, while Ditto promises that each Ditto Coffee location will celebrate the local independent music scene. So, so each each one will be the the yeah. same so ditto yeah exactly <laughs> i'll pack up my bags sorry. brilliant boy uh ditto music also claims to be the first online distribution company to offer independent artists a physical space to connect with other artists and get the music heard to a worldwide audience i disagree with that i think you know there's been plenty of people you know that have done that before um and you know like rough trade have done that and they've got coffee shops and stuff and yeah you know just record stores have been doing that for many many years but yeah do you think more digital music businesses should invest in brick and mortar businesses so do you think there should be a spotify shop do you think it should be an apple music shop what do you think that's a very good i i think the the appeal of i of sort of the physical music side of things uh as its current current idea current sort of uh iteration existence is not so much a sale and profit thing it's potentially more of a um, what's the best way to put like it. It's a merch thing. It's right. buying to own to have something that has the the the, the picture, the label, the artwork, uh, and the credits that you might you know you like. Uh, yeah. And I think stuff like these will probably benefit from vinyl sales more so than CD sales. True. Yeah, I think you're right, and that's that's on the rise, isn't it? So I don't know. What do you guys as listeners think? Do you think that uh, we should get a Ditto in Ipswich? Yeah, I'd, right. I'd love one. I think what we need to do is just keep tweeting at them, just get at them, just send them letters, you know, just say we want one in Ipswich. And it doesn't have to stop at music sales. Imagine this. You've got a cafe where musicians can hang out. Right. Where I mean, I'm not saying that we're a segregated community we don't have, but <laughs> yeah. just one central place where... Sign up there. So no musicians allowed. You know... Get to the back of the bus. Something musicians can call home as, right, yeah. as their kind of resting ground. Because we all live on coffee anyway. Yeah. So that would be kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. So, you do more than anybody. Actually, no, you don't like hot drinks. No, no. You like cold coffee. Cold coffee, mate. It's where I'm at. I mean, like ice cold. Not not one that he's just boiled it, left it for ages. Oh, I'm fine with that too. <laughs> that, that was all I did. 
Saturday. Something wrong with you, boy. Anyway, half so, hour, mate. Yeah, Perfection. let us know what you guys. <laughs> let us know what you guys think, uh, and you can go- tweet us uh, at harley c at lockerbillies you can get on our facebook page and you can comment on our youtube channel uh tell us about what music news you've got going on music news music news music 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 news um so that brings up into our next section which you've actually had stuck in your head all week i have this morning jingle (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank i talk about this morning uh we were breaking down how that even works but yeah no idea so um harley what's the point of a music genre i don't uh it (laughs) Oh. <laughs> right it's something that we have in yeah. music and we we use it all the time you know metal rock pop country uh blues we just we we segregate music and we say that certain things are certain things um but you know which makes a lot of sense but why um for the same reason that there are labels in the shopping aisle to tell you where, where to get your meats and your cheeses that's, fair, that's yeah. what i would say it's uh if you like rock music this is the aisle for you, or this is the playlist for you. So your first thing would be that it's good for a Shopping. selling point. Yeah, or yeah. discovering music. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's that. I think after that, it becomes fairly irrelevant. Really, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, 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 this is exactly what we're doing this for. Because, I mean, I, I wanted to have a discussion about this just to see how we see it as, you know, as us yeah. two. Um, because, you know, we, we've been in multiple genres of bands mm. and we've, of course, we've had to choose the songs for those. Um, but we've also not really been prejudiced against particular types of music coming into those certain bands. You've been in pop bands, mm. you've been in rock bands, uh, you've been all over the place, you've been in blues bands. I've been in. I've been metal bands. I've been hip hop bands. I've been in you know rock bands, rockabilly bands. This bring, <laughs> it does actually bring me to a, uh, a conversation I was having with Oscar Saturday night on the way to not our gig when I was dropping off his <laughs> gig. But uh, he played me the new Wolfpack track. I don't know if you've heard that. No, I haven't. Uh, it is so ridiculously poppy and happy. It's a it's a really good song. But people have, sound like him. It it does sound like them. It yeah. sounds really poppy, but it still sounds a hundred percent Wolf. Right. But. A lot of people have criticised it going, oh, it's too poppy. And I said, selling out, that kind of thing, yeah. It's not even sellout, it's just happy. Right. But there was a time when I went, no, I don't like it because it's poppy. Right. Because I was associating the bad music that that was on the radio that I didn't like as pop. That is pop music, therefore pop music is bad. Mm. But no, it's actually just bad music in a pop genre. Mm. I like pop music when it's good. Yeah. And... Most of the time, it is good, even if it's not my taste. It is good, but I think, I think it, it's very easy for people to diss by genre. I think a lot of the time with pop music, what makes you hate it is it gets overplayed. Like with uh, with "Locked Out of Heaven," that yeah. track, Bruno Mars is oh, such a good track, so good. Especially when I first saw it, it was on like X Factor. I had a girlfriend that liked X Factor at the time, and I'm uh, judging you, <laughs> please don't. But they played it live, and it was absolutely awesome. So on point, really, really good. I think what helped was the fact that it was all live musicians, which which you know straight away awakened something in my brain. Yeah, and um, I was just yeah blown away by it, and I still like it as a song. But then we got overplayed, and it. I got desensitized to it. I wasn't so amazed by it, and I didn't want to listen to it as much. Yeah, I, do you find when you have an, when you buy like an album, so, um, and you listen to a, listen to that album, but the singles are the ones you listen yeah, to yeah, late, least because exactly. you, you just they, skip them, you get tired of them. So we've we've thought that so so it's good for descriptive purposes. So yeah. like um, 
that helps for you to sit there and say, oh, if you like rock, then you'll like this band as well. So if you like Foo Fighters, uh, you'll also like Arcane Roots, that kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, so for descriptive purposes, so that's good for like management, PR plug yeah. and, and radio pluggers. So if like, if you are trying to s- sort of describe yourself to a third party as a band or as an artist mm-hmm. um, or as a sound designer that you can say, I work in this genre. Yeah. So I guess that's good. Um, what about understanding the audience? I think that's a harder thing to do. Mm-hmm. What is a, I mean... A I've, rock audience, a pop audience, yeah, you know, metal because audience. because also, say Foo Fighters, they are probably a, a quintessential rock band. Mm-hmm. But then if you think in the in another vein, you could class Panic at the Disco as a rock band. Mm. But their crowds aren't going to be a rock crowd because they're... they're their blanket term is genre yeah. genre is rock, but their so their sub is Subculture. is so far Sub-genre is its exactly. own thing. Yeah, um, and it's it's kind of strange because you think about rock is such an overarching term. And I remember buying stuff yeah. on iTunes. I'd be listening to Bring Me the Horizon, but also Rolling Stones, and they would still they would both be called rock. And you're like, yeah. no. But anyway, um, so so the audience will go to certain venues if they like certain genres. Yeah. So you know, here the metal crowd will go to the the Black Horse, or they'll go to St Jude's, mm. uh, or the pop crowds will go to Revolution or Sin or something like this. Um, so they'll go to certain shops as well. You remember Know Your Product back in the day? Oh yeah, which Ricky Flag's Ricky. Uh, shop that was loads of punk stuff. I didn't realise that was his place until Raymond mentioned it on the show the <laughs> other like, week. What? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. What, what, so, what? Radio stations. Is, oh no, we missed it. I can do it live, <laughs> mate. Just great. You got right a live here. performance there, right? Oh, thank you. Um, radio stations as well. So you yeah, know, certain people with really good music st- music taste will listen to IO Radio. Did make me laugh while setting up at the Shamrock last night, and between the songs. Um, Welcome to Irish Country ra- Irish Pub Radio, and the radio station was called Irish, Irish Pub, Pub radio. radio. It's nice and specific. If you know what you're going to get, exactly. Um, certain movies as well. Yeah, They'll, you know, certain, you know, like you remember, like back in the day with Daredevil, and yeah. there was the like the, the sort of the goth bubble in the early two thousands. Yeah. Evanescence was on there, and you know, there's like yeah, Underworld yeah. and things like this. You know, where you'd get certain films trying to go for certain music fans, cult uh, subcultures. Sort yes, of thing. exactly. Yeah. It, subculture is a huge thing to do with hard uh, clothes. And merchandise. Yeah. So you can know as a band, if you are a certain genre, you can go, okay, well, you know, if I'm in a black metal band, I need an illegible logo going over a ripped t-shirt or, you know, a black t-shirt. It's got to be black, certain colours. Oh, yeah. You know, certain colours will go for certain genres. You know, if you go for a, a pink t-shirt when you're in... Won't work with Devil Driver. No, not so much. No. But I think more people are, 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 are kind of going against that nowadays. But like, uh, you know, see... Um, and they're rubber jaw. They're yeah. kind of they're going for for slightly more pastel colours. It does. It, the first thing I thought of was uh, Kill Switch Engage, and their guitarist is in like gym clothes. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the hardcore kids. Um, it also affects a band's decision making as to like their direction. Yeah. Um, so like where they'll be. Um, which labels or which managers they'll be going for so you'll know to go to sort of Roadrunner Records yeah uh, you know that kind of stuff and how metal. to market it as well yeah how, exactly like, where to push your uh, ads and sort of like I don't know if time of year really changes from genre to genre but it'll be interesting to see if it does I, I expect it does I think you're right yeah um, so yeah I think that really does um, do a lot for a band's um business career definitely mm. but i find so 
I find that a lot of the time more people are gravitating towards genre nowadays as a homage to uh, sort of their favorite artists and for nostalgia's sake. There's so many yeah. bands like Spider Vane, I found they were doing some real old school groove metal, like sort of grindcore mixed with that sort of like early 2000s mm. grunge mixed heavy metal. So it's there is a nostalgia there. Like they are listening to Pantera, they're listening to, uh, to Lamb of God and going, right, we want to kind of associate with that and go along with that imagery. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many more sort of... You remember when Drive came out and there was lots of 80s-themed yeah. music coming out and lots of synthwave bands. And that is, in itself, very genre-specific and very time-specific. So there yeah. is that nostalgia's sake there. Certainly. Which I think, you know, we are in the in the age of... Remember when genres are like this? Oh, yeah, I remember. You know, yeah. there's so much of that that it's kind of... It becomes... My, my, my point against genres is that it can imply you're a bit derivative. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to be uh, associated. You don't want to be seen as a rip-off of another band or a, a look back to a certain era, mm. uh, especially if you're trying to do something new mm. and you don't realise that you're doing something old. You know, uh, there are certain bands that they tried and do just their own thing, but because every single member of the band is a fan of, I don't know... Uh, King Crimson, it will sound exactly like King Crimson. Or, oh, that would be great. That would be fine. I'd be completely like okay Shire with that. Of Frodo. But um, yeah, so that's the thing. Interesting side note on that. Go on. Your original album. Now, we can't really ask the world about this one because you've only released one song of it yeah. uh, just yet. Do you, what genre would you class that? That's the thing because I've got two kind of things going on, haven't I? Yeah. So yeah. I've got this sort of. Got oh, a kind oh, of a, I, I, specifically, then, the, the, the side we did. The side you guys did. Yeah. So um, I'd say that was kind of more alt rock, yeah, kind of stuff because it's got it's got some blues in there and it's got some um, yeah uh, and it's got a bit of metal in there. It's, quite, it's got some heavy set yeah. bits to it, but it's also got a bit of rockabilly and it's also got yeah. Uh, um, and on the other hand, it's got a bit of hip hop. So I think I would say it's alternative because it's uh, it's it's not it alternates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There we go. It's got an alternator in it. Yeah, so I think yeah. that's it. Um, but yeah, no, interesting. I, I, I've not actually thought about that, and that's probably one of the reasons why I've been talking about this. I. Was trying to explain to someone, like, oh yeah, I'm working on, working on, and they said, oh, is it sort of uh, lockabilly? I know oh, it's his own thing. Oh, what sort of music is? It? I was like, well, I don't know. I'm, t- I feel I'm too close into it to sort of be able to look at it for the wide spectrum. Yeah, like I'd say, it's not really rockabilly, but then it's then I there's bits of rockabilly, but I won't. Yeah, and I didn't want to be like, it, I I weren't sure if I I'm connecting it that with that just because I've heard you do rockabilly so much yeah. or whether that's just seeped in from the fact that you've done that so much so there's a kind of negative connotation that I have on genre a bit as well because I get lumped in yeah. with quite a lot of oh he's just a rockabilly guitarist typecast or, yeah so I mean it's it, it's kind of like saying like a metal guitarist will only be able to play metal it's mm. like that's not right so I think it become it creates a bit of tribalism yeah um, mm. it divides people a bit it's just like oh you're into you know how many people have you met that are just like well, you say, what kind of music are you into? And they're like, oh, I'm into everything. So what about yeah. metal? Nah, I don't like that. What about hip-hop? Nah, I don't like that. So it's like, you're not into everything then. And so you have, without actually listening to some hip-hop, like a good range of hip-hop or a yeah. good range of metal, you've you've just dismissed it and said, I, I don't like it at all. Someone, people often ask me what type of music I'm into because that's what people ask musicians when yeah. they meet them. And I do try, I, I like try and say, oh, shy away from saying I listen to everything mm. I listen to bits of everything I listen to a little bit of hip hop mm. a little bit of jazz uh, 
but I mostly listen to sort of rock and prog. Mm. But in the way I think, what do I listen to? I think of an even amount of everything, when in reality, it's actually, I listen to a great deal of, I mean, I listen to more prog than anything else just because the songs are bloody longer. But yeah. the, um, the, yeah. the fact that they, look, I, my perception that I listen to everything is not, exactly truthful there's yeah. a there's a there's a bias there because uh yeah you, get you don't want to you don't want to typecast don't lock yourself stuff out you don't lock stuff out you don't sit there and say i won't listen to that i won't you, you you'll try it out which is a good thing so it's like i won't listen with to genres songs. <laughs> that's fair <laughs> um so um there's there's one thing that you do with genres that you judge something before you listen to it yeah um i find that um and it also creates limits and boundaries, I think, as a musician. Um, in your instrumentation, for once, you like, you know, if you're in a synthwave band, you just won't go for a, a guitar a lot of the time. Um, or, and there's certain tropes as well. So you'll, there'll be a certain riff that you'll gravitate towards to, or a tempo, or a, or, um, or a rhythm that you'll go yeah. for. But you won't, so you won't experiment enough, because you'll be like, I'm this genre. And I, I used to be a lot more closed-minded with stuff like that. Like, I know, especially with uh, 80s music, I'm not a big fan of the sound. And I didn't do it on porpoise, but I would always like listen to whale. <laughs> but like I'd, I'd always kind of shy away from that kind of gated reverb sound, and then I'd miss out on good songs behind the production. Mm. Um, and the genre of eighties ness, yeah, was passed you by a bit. Yeah, but now you come back to it. So I don't know. I think it is a great thing for marketing, but I think it should be taken with a pinch of salt when you're writing. Yeah. 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 But anyway, so that was this, the thing. This is a big thing you thought about this morning. <laughs> it's a big thing, a big thing, a big morning. <laughs> um, Just do it in a big bellowy voice, bro. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Brian, bless it. We're running, down, running out of time, boys. So we've got to get on to the. I love you, man. <laughs> this too is brilliant. Do Sorry about that, buddy. Oh, I don't need coffee. This is giving me the energy for the rest of the day. Serious. <laughs> um, so we have a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Uh, first up, we've got on the December thirteenth, which is this Thursday, we've got Switch Hop, a Switch Hop, which is on Smokehouse. It's been a series that's been going on with lots of local hip hop um, just coming out of the rafters. It's been great to watch some of these people come out, which I'd not heard of before. There's Up. Freya Roy and Fjorten. Uh, so that's going to be happening at the Smokehouse. Uh, that is Thursday at 7.30. So it looks like it's going to be well attended. So nice. yeah, check that out. Um, also on next... Oh, yeah. So on the Thursday, uh, Three Wise Monkeys have got a birthday showcase. They've got... This is this Colchester one? We need yes, to be sure on this. Ipswich. Yeah. Sorry. Ipswich. Uh, yeah. Oh. The fourth birthday. No, no. Colchester. Shut up, Josh. Shut up, man. God damn it. Um, yeah, the Colchester branch of Three Rose Monkeys has, is having a birthday showcase. That is including Rats, Ebby Soda, and Pillbox. That's going to be Thursday at 8 o'clock. So check that out. It's December 13th. There's, yeah, three great bands for, you know, for a lovely celebration. Nice. Uh, Honey and the Bear. Oh, yeah. Thursday, 9 o'clock at uh, the part of the Blue Bus the Blue Bus Tour. If you like what you hear, uh, they're doing a Kickstarter for their album. They, so oh. um, if you're if you're into their music, go check it out. Honey if and you, the Bear are uh, wonderful. If you haven't heard them, but... Yeah, if you like, it's like a nice mixture between Ben Howard and Meg Burrows. It's yeah. wonderful. So um, that's the Blue Bus Tour. That's going to be at The Angel. So courtesy of Peter Hepworth at The Angel this Thursday at 9 o'clock. Um, also, December 14th. So next day, that's going to be the Friday. Uh, Three Wise Monkeys and Colchester are continuing their birthday celebration with Guilt Coins, Rad Pit, yeah. and South Hours. Uh, that's at Friday at 8.30. Uh, December 15th, which is Saturday, Motherfunker, our wonderful Vanya and the team are going to be at the Steamboat. 
with nice. uh, DJ DNH. Um, they're going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be at 7.30. They're going to be starting that off. So if you like your funk and soul, get down to that, my friends. Um, also, we've got the Bad Granola Christmas Party featuring the Popes of Chili Town here on Friday at 8 o'clock. That's all sort of, sort of scar stuff. So if you check that out, that's Friday, 8 o'clock at the Smokehouse. It looks like it's going to sell out. So if you like your scar, get down to that one. Uh, December 15th, which is back to the Saturday, Ellie Tree. Hey. Wonderful Helen uh, is playing the Swaflin. White Horse. Swaffle. You've played there before, haven't you? Yes. Uh, with Lady J? Lady J yeah. and Horsefire, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Lady J and the Horsefire. Um, uh, that, that wouldn't happen. Uh, so, uh, Swaffling White Horse. Uh, yeah, Saturday, 8.15. That's Ellie Tree. She's wonderful. Get on with it. And the big gig this week, I think, uh, is this Saturday, 15th of December, uh, Rubber Jaw. Nice. The Glitter Shop. Alfie Indra. Nice. And the wonderful woman who we're going to finish the show off with today and gel a-n-g saturday 15th of december that's a nice uh, diverse mix of music if you're into your music and you don't care about genres way, yeah get down to the smokehouse this saturday 15th and also oh have you got any gigs that are public yes yes i uh i'm playing at the labor club felix retrace and labor club oh, on cool, the 15th yeah. on your, the saturday your haunt Yes, my, my side of town. <laughs> uh, and then uh, on the Sunday, we are attack, back. Sorry. Yes, yeah, back with Chart Attack. Yeah, uh, and we are back in Ipswich at the uh, Distilled Republic, what used to be the wine okay, bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to be playing there. Uh, Chart Attack. Yes, Crikey. with Chart Attack. They've got a, um, it's their owner, Morgan. It's his birthday. Oh, great. Um, and what it's going to be fun. That's the 16th. So that's 16th the Sunday. We're going to be playing 8 till 10, I believe. Really looking forward to that. Uh, we, we spent a little while in there last night to sort of check it out, and it looks like it's going to be a good night. They've got DJ afterwards as well. So before you go down to Chart Attack, what time are you starting? 8. 8 o'clock. The most important thing to get to, other than Rubber Jaw, Alfie Andrew, The Glitter Shop, and Angel, is the Icebreakers under 18s. I'll be there. Open mic session at the railway. Yeah. That's this Sunday. What time, what time do you usually start? Uh, I think it's a half two start half off the top of my head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you. Yeah, if you were... Musically inclined, but have not gigged much before, and you are young, get down to the railway. If you want to play, go. If you want to just watch, that is also more than welcome. I would say if anyone who's a little bit nervous of performing wants to do it, go and watch a couple before you play. True, and also if you just have some questions, there's plenty of musicians there, just like Rob and just like Harley, uh, that will be very happy to to give you some pointers. Uh, You know, just as... A kind of a thing to get you on stage because we the, want you out there these are the places where bands are formed as well exactly man so uh, that's been a wonderful show today mate it has been thank you very much for listening in ladies and gentlemen um, yeah that's loads of fun uh, because we like to talk about stuff and you listen to us because we love the sounds of our your voices. phone flip always makes it into the edit it's great um, yeah and uh, so if you want us to talk about a certain thing please let us know in the YouTube comments please tweet us please uh, go onto the Facebook page and give us a like give us a share um and we've been having games every week we have we didn't get around to it this week but i want to say so it was basically name a song with a with a uh, with a place in the title my two favorites was simon goldsmith with you can't touch dis <laughs> of course of course yeah and ricky flag with the east town pirates wonderful track uh, named after a place in Stone Market called Taker's Lane nice yeah it's wonderful so uh, we're going to finish off with Street Life by Angel uh, NJ Bebe's brother is in the video for this one awesome. Bebe from Impilo so shout out great video this one uh, She listen to the lyrics on this one it's huge take it easy this is uh, Street Life by Angel love you <laughs> bye mm-hmm. what do you know about street life for some it's the only life they know what do you know about 
For some it's the only place they go What do you know about street life? For some it's the only life they know What do you know about street life? It's the only